What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jill on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap. Bulls on tap, our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose. And we are here. After another Chicago Bulls loss, man, and this time in the Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis, without that bitch Grayson Allen, without Pat Pat Connaughton, I don't think played, and then and, and Chris Middleton went out, and, it, and the Bulls still find a way to lose. And after coming back and making it a game, you know, it's just what they do. Uh, before we get into this one, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Goose on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating review because that's cool and tough. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, please go to the YouTube on Tap Sportsnet YouTube channel. Subscribe if you don't mind, if you have the time. If you don't, okay. Go- we're presented by Sports Illustrated. Goose, we were at the game last night. Um, we watched tonight's debacle, and I just have to start this episode with – I don't even want to talk about, like, the entirety of last night's game. I just want to talk about the comment after the game that I wrote the article about for over at ONTAP. They wanted it more than us. It's two days in a row that I think that has come to be true, and I just want your thoughts on it. I think that's a piss-poor excuse. Um, you are the tenth seed. Uh, we've talked about it the last few shows, how important it is for this team – um, to continue that appearance of playing their best basketball when it matters the most to finish out this season going into the play in a position that um, you, you have to believe that this team doesn't think they belong down there, that they belong higher in the standings, that they shouldn't have to play their way in. Uh, but the way they played the last two nights, the way they played throughout the season, uh, tells you time and time again that they they just don't care. Uh, like, like most fans, they're they're more interested in what's going to happen in the offseason, where their new house is going to be, um, than they really are with the conclusion of this season because the writing has been on the wall. So as much as Pat Bev was able to come in for a short stint here and kind of provide some energy and some pop, and we saw uh, a turnaround a couple nights ago despite being down at the half, um, you can't do it every night like you did against Memphis. Um, and Memphis was at full strength, so maybe that's the key. Maybe we have to play full strength teams, and then maybe we'll want it a little bit more, Buzz, because uh, we just played two teams that you're going to have to play um, in the play-in, and then if you make the playoffs, you will be slotted to play the Milwaukee Bucks, and and this is what you oh. This This does not inspire confidence. And yeah, the Bulls yeah. locked into the 10th seed uh, uh, with that Orlando loss. Or, I'm yes. sorry, they locked into the play, and I apologize, with the Orlando loss. Tonight's loss has now firmly locked them in to the 10th seed because Atlanta won tonight. And it looks like, um, 
Toronto. I mean, they, t- Toronto owns a tiebreaker. So they lost to Boston, but that doesn't matter. There's only two games left. There, there's nothing we can do. We're locked into the yeah, tenth yeah, I'm, I'm 99% sure I'm right on that, right? I'm pretty sure. And even if yeah. the, there is like a small mathematical chance that the Bulls could get in there, as you just uh, mentioned with the tiebreakers, the Bulls lost the tiebreaker uh, with the Hawks last night. The Raptors own the tiebreaker as well with two games left. We're pretty much stuck in 10th. And this team played like a team that couldn't move up, couldn't move down, and got a default lock-in by the Magic losing um, last night. And that's not ever how you want to get in to, to any kind of postseason play uh, by default of other teams being bad. Um, this is just – it doesn't feel good. No. I'm, it, it I'm not happy. We're, we're, we're going to drink pickle juice, and I'm going to cry because – it's it's not it's not happy it's not celebratory um and, and as sad as it is i'm almost hoping that it's just a one and done game and we're out because if this is the kind of effort we're going to see i don't want a seven game series with the bucks with it'll be fucking four we're going to we'll lose we're, we're going to lose immediately um the way they play and, and we finished under 500 with tonight's loss too uh that's the 42nd loss of the season if uh people are not familiar there's 82 games in a season 41 and 41 is 500 the Bulls have now lost 42 games, so they cannot reach that mark. Um, I, dude, I really don't know. We've been breaking down the show for a long time. We talk about the games and stuff like this. Zach's comments really rubbed me the wrong way, and I actually – this is one time you're going to be surprised by this, I'm sure. You were there last night. You saw a pregame. Zach was loose. Zach was hitting everything. Zach went out there to compete in my mind last night, and I feel like the, the wanted-it-more comment – was some shots around and I, and Zach is a professional guy. Yeah. You could say, Oh, he ran into the issues with Billy earlier in the season. Well, he's got to live with that. But I mean, he, he didn't really elaborate on what he meant. You know, Zach's not one to take shots at teammates nor coaches. And if he does, it's very methodical. He kind of dances around it. I felt like he took some shots at people last night. I could be wrong. That could be like, I could be completely off base. So I, I, I don't think you're wrong, but to, throw shots at your teammates, whichever teammates they may be, and then follow it up to tonight, and you and DeMar score the same amount of points combined as Vucevic had at 21. Zach had 13. DeMar had eight. Didn't even make a shot until, I believe, the very end of the third quarter. Um, like, maybe the shots were warranted, but you can't throw those shots out and then come out and play like that tonight against an underhanded team that you're slated to play if you make the playoffs like you anticipate doing. I feel bad for Zach pretty bad because I felt like he was kind of forcing in the middle or in the beginning of the game um, because the shot wasn't falling. So then I feel like he kind of pivoted, improved a little bit on the help defense, tried staying in front of whoever he was guarding, trying to get some teammates involved because he noticed it wasn't working for him. So I I do kind of give a little bit of credit for him for sticking in there and trying to make something happen. Um, but no, you're absolutely right, though. He can't come out and lay an egg like this, and and, and especially in this moment for him. And, and this goes – I mean, I'm going to tell you what, dude. Kali was spitting some fucking truth that people didn't like to see today. And I, I know people, oh, he's, he shouldn't cover the team, blah, blah, blah. Right. Just because you cover a team doesn't mean you're a fan of a team. I'll tell you that right now. If I if I got to collect a paycheck for covering the Detroit Pistons, I would. Okay, I'm serious. I would, and I hate. And you know, I hate fucking Detroit. I hate Detroit. It's dumb. I hate Detroit. I'm just saying, I would. 
No, when your job is to cover the team, seeing things through rose-colored glasses doesn't help anybody. And he had a great tweet tonight about, I mean, there's people bitching about Vooch missing shit. Vooch was the most aggressive guy tonight. Believe me, I hate the 21 points on 21 shots for a center more than anybody. I'm still I'm, I'm still a little old school in here where I can't get over the fact that Biggs, like, do you remember Rafe LaFrance and how rare a fucking three-point shooting big was back in the day? Like, that's just the normal now. And, and you know, 21 shots, 21 points is a bad night. But, yeah, people blaming Vooch, but then you kind of go to Kali's tweet, and I know he's probably trolling a little bit, but he's like, listen, where is all of the – the the hate and I don't want to say hate but the criticism of the guy who's going into his tenth year in the league that can't who's got a max contract that can't limp his team into the playoffs. This is not the fucking playoffs. This is the play in, and that is what people are twisted about. Three years ago, we're all calling for a burn down. Well, no, I mean, and you got to think during the Jimmy Butler era, there were seasons where we finished 500 and missed the playoffs. Um, oh, God. You know, so to to use this as like an achievement or an accomplishment when you're going to finish the season under 500 and you're getting a sympathy bid to play one extra game, um, potentially more, but you're getting a sympathy bid to play one extra game because the other five teams in your conference would rather have better lottery odds. Like that's all it came down to the wizards know that they're not a contending team. They'd rather be uh, in the lottery. You've got, you know, Indy who didn't even plan on being as good as they were this year. They had to essentially try to be bad to not, you know, beat the bulls out of the last play in spot. You know, it's, it doesn't feel good, especially when this is the way that you're concluding the season. Um, and that sucks. How do you go out games, like that, man? How five games ago it didn't feel like this. Five I know, and then right. that that's the thing. Listen, we were having fun because we were we were stringing together some wins. You were not hyped because you knew what we were running into. I knew I was, what we were running I into. I wasn't hyped in the sense that I thought we were a contender, but it was at least watchable basketball that made you excited to turn on the game at night. I and that is not been the case. It. You know, I paid for my first game this year, and last night was atrocious. I'll tell you what, though. The United Center was fucking on fire last night. Yeah. They were a Tuesday night. The fans knew what that game meant. The implications of that game meant something. The fact that it didn't mean more to the team is what's so damn sad. Both path to the playoffs now, a win-or-go-home game, likely in Toronto, then a win-or-go-home game in Atlanta. Miami or Brooklyn. Oh my God. They're not making the playoff. This is done. It's done. If they make it, I I I will I, I can't believe it. I'm tweaking. Like seriously. Like this is I I pride myself the fact that we haven't missed a lot of shows this year. Um with his with his emotional as this season. Yeah, with how crazy this season has been. But like I just have to I, and I've been super real on the show before about all of it, but I mean, my God, this is a fucking chore. They're, they're not, I mean, I love talking with you. I love everybody come in here. That like makes it so much better. Honest to God, it does. Um, I, it's just, dude, what the fuck is going on? You can't Sunday. They come back down from 23, you know, they beat Memphis and it's like, Whoa, Whoa, locked in focus. Like, Oh no, no, no. We're at home. They're not doing this shit to us right now. Trey Young's out Tuesday night. Yo, if we win this game, 
we're locked in. Let's go get it. Let's go get oh, it. Let's go. Well, chase. they they wanted they wanted it more than they did. And then you yeah, come how, out tonight and do it again. How how can that be the phrase that comes from a game where you're playing the team that is or was one game ahead of you for the eighth seed? You you had a chance to play one less play-in game, regardless at this point in the season, you're going to be in the play-in. But you had an opportunity to push for home court advantage in a game um, and the ability to have to play one less team on your path to getting to the playoffs. And you just didn't want it. That that is that is what we got out of the game. But like and I guess this is like an episode like a, a topic for you know maybe an off-season episode that we do together, but I want to like really go back and I'm, I'm going to do an article about it. I'm going to bring that article into the podcast where we can actually break it down for a full discussion, but where it started going wrong and how it went wrong. Listen, I understand the roster construction blows ass, but there's too much talent on this team to fucking come out there and lay eggs as consistently as they did and lose as many games as they did. Well, and how um, do you have three all-star caliber players and no true leader? Like I thought tomorrow was for sure the leader well, Drew, of the team. Drew posed that question tonight. Did you see that on Twitter? Drew Stevens, our, our buddy, he posed that question tonight. He's like, who's the vocal leader on the Bulls? The most vocal leader on the team is the guy who's been here for about 15 games. And his – listen, I love – I've said I love me some Pat Bev. I hope he's back. I like Pat Bev. I think he's good for young players. I think he's funny. I think he's an agitator. Yeah, I, I like Pat. But if that's your vocal leader – you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a bad yeah, time. Yeah, because, because as fun as he is to watch, I'm sure he's a little bit of a pain in the ass to deal with. All I'm time. sure he is. And it's not like he is going to blow you away with, with his style of play. He can it's do a lot of great things out there. Don't get me, me wrong. But behind him, who do you have? Caruso? The maybe. guy that you have to plan to play? Career high. Career high for him. And games played this year. I found that out while I was writing the article on him today. 65 wow. games. Wow. Yep. Career high for him. So um, I'm... Listen, nearly 20 games. That's 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 the average. Okay. I you know, man. Even even with a plan to cut your minutes and uh conserve you. I I really don't expect to see Caruso play these last two games. I don't know who will play. Um trying to use the get some positive momentum thing uh right now. I don't know if anybody should play in these last two games, just avoid injuries and call it a day. I'd shut everybody down. I'd have Carly Jones starting. I'd have fucking Dalen Terry in there. Rats on the G League MVP. Yeah, hey, that is cool. Have some something honorable to uh, write yeah. home about this season. And Carly is fun to watch play. I mean, we got to see him play when we were there, and he was by far the most talented guy on the court while we were there. Um, and it wasn't particularly close. <laughs> I mean, he was he's very good. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, I look up and down at this. I just gave everybody what this looks like for us. We have to try to go win in a Toronto. <laughs> got to go to a whole different country, come out with a win. win we got to go. And if we do that, we got to try to go beat Atlanta, Miami, or Brooklyn in yeah. whatever state that's going to be in. Yeah. No, this is not an ideal situation, but I guess we just didn't want it, you know, and that's what happens when you don't want it. You end up somewhere in the middle, uh, not quite all the way at the bottom because you have too much talent to end up there. Um, but we, we, we just didn't want it. So we're a 10th seed limping in um, completely healthy minus O for the most part, because Caruso, though he did not play tonight in the back-to-back should be available for the play-in um, as we just touched on, it would really not make any sense for him to play in the last two games with his on and off kind of thing. So it just, 
this is supposed to feel better. You're playing extra basketball. We're probably just playing less extra basketball than we did last season, which was not supposed to happen when we signed up for continuity. Although none of us signed up for it. It was kind of just forced on us. I, uh, I'm back to square one with it all. Um, and I, I, I'm we always kind of, ca- we're just going to blow it up and build a team around Kobe and Pat. Nah, fuck them. Too. I mean, I like Kobe. He's, he's all right. He could stay, I guess. Pat can go. Um, I, I'm so done. I'm so Wait, done. You mean your, your protege rookie shouldn't start the game and only have six points and six rebounds to finish. I'm glad he had six fucking boards. Who had that on the over under, huh? Bro, no, I, I don't I don't think I would have anticipated two offensive boards from him uh pregame. And yeah, that I mean, that, that's what I mean, dude. Who was his defensive matchup that was going to kill him tonight? Where where are all these people that fucking quote tweeted me like crazy? Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Get the fuck out of here. Zach took 17 shots, Damar only took 12. This guy gets up eight. The two that he made were fucking threes. Didn't contribute dick else. You know, but I'm, I'm the hater because I'm telling you what this fucking kid is. He's, he's, he's athletic. He's got some talent behind him. It's not here yet. No, maybe he'll be a contributor sometime, but that might be it. He just doesn't want it bad enough, Buzz. I can't. We we got a roster full of guys that just don't want it bad enough. Except for Zach, you know, because he's already got his bag, but. He still wants it. Well, I mean, God, I mean, how do you think? How do you think he feels? I mean, the stigma around this guy, like you're, you're yeah, coming no, up by your percentage, you're the, good, it goes you're away. The, you're the least winningest player in the league by numbers. Um, you have all the talent in the world. Uh, for whatever reason, you aren't really the greatest leader. Um, but you know, you had a team built around you last year. It kind of felt like the team was taken away from you from Demar. Uh, this season, it has seemed to where that passing of the torch, the reins are kind of being passed over, but the outcome, the results of that happening hasn't necessarily been positive either. So it's hard um, when you look at the pure numbers and you look at the pure skills and the things that you know Zach can do, you go, yeah, you know what? For uh, a middling uh, playoff team, he can be your number one guy. For a contender, no. Um, and we don't really have anywhere to go get that guy that is better than Zach. Uh, to take the ball out of his hands. That's some yeah. fucking lotto balls bounce. Yeah, that, that's about it. I mean, that's really it. That, dude. And to do that, we have to get one and done in the plane. We we cannot officially make the playoffs in order to have a shot in the lot. Right. And, oh, I mean, I don't think we're making the playoffs regardless. That's just me. Um, you know, um, anything could happen in the NBA. Anything can happen, and then has, has uh, as coaches like Monty Williams had pointed out, this team is somewhat built for the playoffs. You do have a lot of veterans, um, and I guess maybe having an all-or-nothing situation on the line will, will make this team care enough. But which- don't you think that when they had it in their own fucking hands, they would have done something? Like, how embarrassing is that? Honestly, how like you have a chance at home to win – and do it yourself. To do it yourself with that team's best player and arguably one of their top three players also sitting out in DeAndre Hunter. And then you blow it, but you get in on a technicality because Cleveland smacks around Orlando. That's fucking embarrassing for who's on this team, for how this team looks. That's embarrassing, dude. It's embarrassing. It, it, they should be ashamed of themselves. 
uh, roster construction blows. They can't hang. Milwaukee's too big for them. They can't hang with them. A team like fucking Toronto, like OG, Siakam, Bar, like that's going to be a fucked up game. It so, is. They're too big for them. So when we talk about roster construction, does that still fall on Billy for not using Drummond more, for not no, playing bigger? Drummond is so limited. No, he is. I mean, you watch the five minutes he plays in a game most nights, and you get the five highlights, and you also get the five blunders that erase those highlights rather quickly. So, I mean, I just I felt that had to be asked. Like, is is it Billy's fault, or is it the roster that he's given? Because we do know that Billy is notorious for wanting to play small, um, and unfortunately, with the pieces he has, that just hasn't worked out very well. It's going to go back to what me and you, you and I talked about at the beginning of the year. Like when they were cut, like, I hate that there's no length on this team. I went on uh, uh, Sean and Maya this morning, you know, and Sean's a great guy. I know you've been on there a couple of times. Sean is a really cool dude. Sean, but Sean was like, oh man, he was, well, you know, they got a little side, you know, Derek Jones Jr. is about 6'8, six, 6'9. Six, I was like, and Patrick 6'9. I was like, no, Patrick Williams listed as 6'7. I was like, I've seen this guy. Like, I've been right there on the court side, but he's not 6'9 or 6'10. He's about 6'7. Derek Jones Jr. is 6'6. Our two big men are literally our centers. Yeah. It's it's Vooch and Drummond. Who else is there? There's no, We don't have length. Marco. We've got Marco. Oh, my fucking God. He got his first points last night. Yeah, that's really cool. How long? He's been in the league for two years, right? Good for him, man. It's fuck. Wild. No, I know it's not his first two points overall. Was it? It was it. It I don't was think just this season. Okay, well, oh, that's great. I'm glad. How many games are left? Um, fucking two. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> really great. Glad, glad when we got you in in garbage time, you couldn't hit anything. Loved watching him shoot the corner freeze that sailed fucking wide left last night too in in uh, pregame. It was awesome. Uh, I, I know I sound overly negative. It's probably going to draw people away, and I'm sorry. I, I can't wait for this team to be good again, but I'm just going to tell you the truth here on Bulls on Tap. I'm not going to bullshit you and tell you Patrick Williams is some good savior and that Marco Simonovich hours exist. I'm not going to do that here. The, the, I'm not. I, I've had enough. I, I, I dumped too much into this fucking team. You I'm broke so glad. It. You broke them. They, 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 they broke me tonight. He's broken. Like, thank God I had the girls with me last night at the game. Because I th- I thought about just fucking, you know, where you were sitting. I was just going to get a running head start and fucking jump, look at you like this as I was falling down. <laughs> you know, as I was just like, I couldn't handle it anymore, man. I was like, it's fucking horrible out here. You know, I, I went shopping during the fucking second quarter into halftime. Got, uh, you know, you see those Benny masks? Yeah. Yeah, Ruby got one of those and then Ren picked out an outfit. So, you know, she's very excited about it. Okay. You know, we got, we got some Lily's barbecue, a little hot dog. Okay. Some ice cream. We had a nice time in the Corona section. No, I mean, at least the girls had a good time. Uh, yeah. I mean, my buddy had a good night because we had way too much whiskey on the way there. Um, I can tell. <laughs> when you looked at me and you went like this, if you're not, if you're listening to this on your way to work tomorrow or whatever, go to the YouTube if you get a chance or if Brian cuts this part up for us, which he, he might now that he's probably listening. He's either listening live or he'll take care of it in the morning. Also, yeah. Brian's a man. Follow Brian Lefevre on, on Twitter, please, for the love of God. He's such a great guy. But you looked at me last night, you go like this. <laughs> and I go, okay. I'm like, God. I said, my boy, fuck. Like, come on. I told you I couldn't drink because I had to drive. Like, so, so, so I told you that my boy, he's Hispanic, and they, they do the thing with yeah. like, Buchanan's whiskey, but he calls yeah. it Tana. 
And they have a, a pineapple version, which she had never tried before. So my dumb ass goes to the liquor store, and of course they have two left. And I'm like, yeah, we'll take the bottle. And we just filled up my Lala Palooza water bottle all with whiskey and just finished the whole entire bottle on the On the, on train the fucking ride, train? Right? On the train ride oh. from Longleby <laughs> to the United Center. We stopped at the Billy Goat, but we killed the whole bottle of whiskey. Um, so, yeah, we were we were having a good time. That's funny. Wild. Like Monday, I hurt myself. And I, I found out the hard way Tuesday when I woke up, man. I, man, I had them like little shakes. I, I bought a 12er of Miller Lite and I got on the train in New Lenox to go to the Sox home opener. And I, I got about six through on the train. Yeah, I wanted to catch up, you know, make sure I was fighting nice and buzzed. You know, that's why they call me that, you know, buzzed up. So you get down to the game and then Tony uh, Marchese's wife, had jello shots you know i took like five or six of those then did uh i never had this shit before but it's called pink whitney have you ever heard of that no so i don't know what the fuck it is i think it was maybe vodka that's pink i think but i took two of that and when i by the time i got in the game dog i i felt like you did on fucking what on tuesday night yeah i i was you i was know, seeing we, uh, we, we called our manager on the ride home and we we're like you know what we got on the 1030 train. We're not even going to get back to the Crystal Lake station until like 1230. Probably not going to be home until one. He's got to be there at 730. I got to be there at nine. We're not coming. <laughs> it's, it's better to take the point than to come into work as fucked up as we're still going to be at that time. Like you That's the responsible thing that you did. You, you could probably fire me for the way that I would have showed up at nine o'clock today um, as opposed to just letting me use some PTO and give me a disciplinary point for being a piece of shit and not coming to work, <laughs> um, which is hey, fun. We all get one, man. You know, we all get one for the year, you know. This is what's up. It's what we have to do. I mean, we have to do something. I just, I just wish they cared as much as I cared. Like, like my dedication to last night was pretty deep, and they just did not give a shit at all. Well, thank God that liquid courage helped you get through it. It did. It did. It did. Next game, Goose, is because uh, I'm not breaking down this box game. I don't give a fuck. Um, next game is against Dallas in Dallas, and Dallas has, I mean, I think you'd agree with this. They have something to play for. Um, Dallas right now is <laughs> outside of the plan. They, if the season ends right now, they're gone. These next couple games for the Dallas Mavericks are fucking paramount. They're live right now. They are playing. They are tied with the Sacramento Kings right now, 92 to 92. <coughs> they will be going on my league pass as soon as I'm done with this conversation. They are um, the After that, they have us in San Antonio. Dallas has something the to play for. Thunder without Chet Holmgren are going to make the play-in over the Mavericks. With Luka Doncic Ira, and Kyrie Irving. Wild shit. So Bulls gotta Bulls gotta make some shit happen, buddy, because they're gonna play a Dallas team that wants to fucking win, and uh, they better hope they 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 get at it. And then they play Detroit after. You know, the Bulls have played spoilers quite a bit this season. Maybe that's the motivation they need. I'm really just hoping that Billy just rests everybody. Um, the the play-in scenario already doesn't feel good. The last thing you need is somebody to get hurt and be down an important player for your one-and-dones. And I just, I would rather, we're already limping in. The the idea of building positive momentum and going in with a ah feel is, is gone. That can't happen after these last two games. I just so, wanted to make sure I was right. I counted something. You counted something? Yeah. 
with my fingers, Chai you Sports fan. Fuck you. Below the camera, that way he couldn't see. That's why I did that. <laughs> Detroit is after Dallas for us. It's our last game of the year on Easter on Sunday. They've lost eleven in a row. Oh, and they've Oof. already they've already secured the number one spot. It. If they get Victor Wembanyama, I'm gonna be fucking hot. Cade, Jaden, Victor Wembanyama. They got Bagley over there. They've got James Wiseman over there. Fuck you. That's a tall athletic team with a couple shooters on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the idea of any of these teams that have already acquired top talent um, or the Thunder that already have, you know, obviously they're currently slotted to be in the play-in. But any of those teams that have already acquired a top five pick that is leaps and bounds better than Patrick Williams and actually projects to be a star going forward, I don't want to see any of these time teams get an extra guy um, because we have no idea what's going to happen with our roster in the offseason. I was arguing with the dude last night sitting next to me that, like, no, well, there's no reason to keep Caruso. Oh, you're still the best contract? Yeah, I know. That's why you have to trade him because the team that he's currently on is not worth having that contract. No. It's not worth it for him. It's not worth it for the team. He's just wasting his talents and his value. I, move him. I think, they, um, I think they blew it not moving him at the deadline. I think they did as well, but you know we're limping into. You have to wait till next deadline. Seriously, you probably have to wait till next deadline to move them when a contending team who knows what they are could use them and be willing to part. Is is there any truth to this rumor I was reading, scrolling Twitter earlier, that Portland's debating sending us the Knicks pick to pull the protections on the first that we own of theirs? I didn't see any of that, so I don't want to comment on that until I can send me that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Send me that. Yeah, that'd be fucking tits, though. Yeah, no, to actually have a draft pick in the draft would be nice. So yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah that'd be real nice for us. Yeah, prefacing that with a little bit of caution, obviously, just Twitter uh, nonsense. Um, it's okay. But the 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 idea of that sounds very good to me. Me too. Uh, especially if you are going to be doing a mini overhaul of this roster. Um, but I guess if you, you draft somebody, uh, you know, 15 to 20 and you don't play them like you did with Dale and Terry, it doesn't really matter anyway. Oh, fucking Hank comes in the comment. Jalen Duran. I forgot about him too. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a problem over there in Detroit. This, this central division is, they've got some dogs in it, man. Indiana's got a couple dogs. Detroit. I mean, they potentially could, they, if they develop them right, you already had Milwaukee and Cleveland. Woo. Bulls are looking like. They're at the bottom of it right now, and that really blows. What what a turnaround that was from just last year. That's fucking. Yep, crazy. Acme made us cool again for thirty five games, and now it's back to feeling like shit. Yeah, yeah, you, you goddamn right. You have any closing words, Goose? Before we get out of here, I don't know. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take the the next two games, whether our our stars play or sit, and try to build up some confidence and momentum in myself heading into the play. And so I can at least put a smile on uh, for the post game show after we hopefully don't lose to Detroit uh, for the last game of the year. Uh, just because I, I want to be happy. I want to be positive. I want to feel happy. good about it. Um, at this point of the season, it is what it is. We're the 10th seed. That's there's no changing it under 500 and the under 500 10th seed uh, locked into the play in. Probably slotted for the team that might be the worst mismatch for us uh, in our conference. 
uh, just because the Raptors have so much size from top to bottom. So, um, you know, but we didn't we didn't perform any better against Atlanta uh, the other night, even without their star. So uh, there's it's, it's just hard, but that's what I'm going to try to do. Uh, I'm going to take the next two games, and whether that's just ignoring what's on the screen or, or trying to pick positive things out of what I'm watching to uh, give myself a little uh, motivation before that pickle juice happens on that play-in night because – that, that still has to happen. It does still have to happen. Um, I'll be a lot more happy about it if the Bulls knock that fucker Kyrie Irving out of the playoffs completely. Oh, like okay. So, so these last two games have a little bit of incentive for they you. They do. They have like because I I hate Detroit. You know that I hate yeah. Detroit. Yeah. So like that, I, I I don't care if that was like between like the third and fourth pick, and I knew I get the fourth pick still. But instead of having the third, if I beat Detroit, I'd still beat Detroit because I hate Detroit. Um, really badly. Kyrie Irving, you already know my thoughts about him. We've been friends for years. I don't like Kyrie Irving. I don't. Derek Rose MVP year would smoke that kid. So you know that's how I feel about it. So beat Dallas, even though I do like Luca, I do like Christian Wood. I like some of those guys over there. But beat Kyrie Irving and beat Detroit, and I'll be somewhat. So keep Dallas out of the play in, and since. Beating Detroit isn't helping them anymore since they've already secured that first pick. Just mop the floor with them, too, and and call it a season, I guess. That That's all I got, man. All right. That's all I got. All right, well, we'll be back Friday. Don't call me a homer, fucker. Try sports fan in the comments if everybody, anybody was wondering. I'm already hurt enough as it is. I don't need your shit tonight, okay? <laughs> Bad enough. Everybody be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Goose on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because it's cool and tough. Go to the On Tap Sportsnet YouTube channel if you don't mind. Please hit the subscribe button. We are on our way to 1,000 subscribers. It's pretty sweet. Hit the little bell. Anytime we go live, you'll be notified. We are presented by Sports Illustrated Media Group. We'll be back Friday night after the Bulls take on the Dallas Mavericks. Let's go Bulls. Fuck out.